We haven't been talking for the past hour. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> We've been prepping. You're giving a little peek behind the curtain, one might say, of our process. I know. I haven't. I we don't speak to each other except only for the hour we record the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> no. What people don't know is that podcasts require some behind-the-scenes work and preparation. <laughs> it might not sound like it, but we do prepare. <laughs> <laughs> Minimally. And we're trying a fun little experiment on this podcast. Kate, do you want to talk about our experiment? Oh, well, I hope people at my work aren't listening, but <laughs> we are pre-gaming a little bit, drinking, having a little drinky poo of our choice. And so I'll share my drink first, um, <laughs> as I am the one talking right now. And <laughs> my drink is it's called a Lavender Collins. And Ooh, I fancy. I made some homemade lavender simple syrup today when i got home from work for this and so it's that it's fresh squeezed lemon it's fresh squeezed lemon juice it's gin and then it's a little tiny bit of some just like seltzer it's really good it's so refreshing that sounds delightful divine and delightful what are you guys exactly. drinking well, I'm drinking a drink that I made up. I went to the store and I go, I'm going to buy what speaks to me. And what spoke to me today was this sparkling grapefruit soda in these cute little glass um, bottles. And so I bought that and then I just added some gin to it and oh, I um, love some gin. fresh squeezed love lemon gin. juice. And so I would like to call it the grapefruit gin fizz. How lovely. I got to try that. Thanks. It's del- delightful and divine. Divineful. And for anyone wondering what I'm drinking, I'm drinking out of a very large fancy goblet, which my it's parents gorgeous. got for their wedding, I believe, or something like that. Um, And in it is some Malibu mixed with lime LaCroix and a little bit of lime juice, making a lovely oh. coconut lime delight Ooh. is what I've decided to name it. <laughs> I haven't had Malibu in so long. Well, um, my parents don't keep Malibu a very my, life. my parents don't keep a very stocked um liquor cabinet, so I was just mm. grasping it's not the straws. Robust. But this is actually delightful, and it, it feels like I'm on a tropical island. Ugh. Tropical what was everyone's first Florida. drink? Um. So the day I turned 21. <laughs> Are we talking about our first drinks? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. What was my? I'm trying to think what my. When I turned 21. <laughs> okay, my first drink ever, I will, it was at an age, and I, um, it was a, a glass of champagne, and I was in Paris, France. And you thought it was, Aww. you, and then you thought you were, like, dying after you took two sips, right? No, 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 that was a different day, that was a different day, but also in Paris. <laughs> the first time that I got drunk, I thought I was, um, having a migraine, and my face was going numb, and... <laughs> I laid on the ground and yeah. I was like, what's happening? Exactly. Oh, That's how that, I felt. My first drink was in Spain. Um, mm. I went with my ex-best friend, Hannah, and I went with mm, my parents. Shout out. Yeah, shout out, Hannah. Shout out to Hannah. Hope you're listening. Um, <laughs> she's, a, she's a really uh, big cult member. <laughs> I wouldn't blame her. 
Um, but we went after graduation. And I'm trying to think. I think we just had some, like, really good wine and sangria. But, yeah, we really tried all the drinks there. Not to excess, but I just mean we experimented because we were only 18. So that was our chance. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm, um... I'm not scared to say that I had a drink when I was in high school. And my first <gasps> drink. It was later in high Good school. Good for you. And Live your truth. Listen, Live your I'm truth. Kidding, Maggie. I, I was not the first one amongst the people I knew to drink, but I was in high school. And my first drink. So picture me, uh, a young lady who loves Vampire Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have horchata i had rum chata i saw rum chata really? and i'm like oh i gotta try that and that was my first alcoholic drink oh my was god it good? no it's pretty gross i mean it's like milky rum yeah <laughs> i got a horchata and- once simply because of the uh, the vampire weekends song and i was like this is not good this is not worth the song it's not bad but it wasn't i like expected. horchata i don't like rum chata though i don't think i've had rum chata any alcoholic drink with milk really turns me oh. off. Unless it's oat milk. Yeah. Oh, I have an update. I'm just kidding. Oh. I've never had an alcoholic drink with oat milk. <laughs> that um, is the future. I, think I, tried I have an to, update. I tried to make something. Oat milk oat. is the future. With an alcoholic drink with oat milk. Do you remember, Cam? Mm, no. Do you remember when I would like make my little milky um, spiced mixtures? Yes, Once I, I tried do. to pour alcohol in it, and it was so bad. <laughs> uh, yucky. Um. So my so the coffee place that Cam, Maggie, and I always go to when we're in Grand Rapids Ooh, is called Madcap, and mm-hmm. they, as oh, of okay. last week, have stopped charging extra for <gasps> oh milk. This is the uh, future. We called it. We called it because remember, this is the, this is okay, the liberal agenda. Cult. Cult members, if you listen back, we have an episode called whatever anti big dairy podcast or something like that. It's, and oh, I'll look it up. We I'll were saying that when you're in like DC and New York and places like that, they often don't charge extra for milk substitutes. Which why would they? Because the most expensive type of milk or milk substitute is mm-hmm. actually cow's milk. Right. And. Now they, like, get off on charging extra, but the local places here have stopped charging extra for milk substitutes. Stop discriminating like against those with tiny tinnies. news. The episode is called Big Dairy Can Die. Oh, that's right. We're the anti-Big um, Dairy pot. Well, I have to say, um, in New York, they love to charge for iced drinks. So if you want to drink iced, it's a 50 You're... cent to a dollar or more. Yeah, right? Why? Aren't that's you getting so less dumb. liquid, or is it the same amount just with ice? I really don't less. know. However, I went to go get a latte the other day, and with all the things I was adding, like I wanted to add oat milk, I wanted to make it iced, and I wanted to add a syrup, um, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like $8, and then they just charged me the flat rate for a latte. So I think some places are rebelling, and mm. I, oh, I, like I support the rebellion. Well, let's wow. say that the employees are rebelling. Yeah. Probably not the store that's actually choosing the prices. No, 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 no. I support the employees that charge me as little as possible for coffees. You know Well, that reminds me that I went to Chipotle this week and they (laughs) accidentally marked it as a veggie burrito bowl and I had asked for barbacoa so they had to go on at the end when I was like, why are you charging me for veggie? I got barbacoa. I was being honest and they were like, oh, we didn't put barbacoa on it. We thought it was a veggie and I was like, oh, could you put barbacoa on it? And then they charged me for a veggie. So I saved like $2. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
One time my trader Joe's employee forgot to ring up one of the granola bars I bought and they just gave it to me for free. Ugh. That's my story. Wow. I was just at Meyer and I bought a bag of lemons <laughs> and they couldn't find the um like the barcode or anything for it. And so they were like, hmm, seems like this would be a dollar. <laughs> they put it as a dollar. And I walked past where the lemons were on my way out and it was like five dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. We love to save. Um how were your past weeks other than the news of finding out of Mad Cap doesn't charge for oat milk anymore. That was so exciting. That literally saves me like a dollar a day. Well, I go like probably every other day. So like a dollar for every day. (laughs) (laughs) A whole three to four dollars a week. Yeah. Well, it's hard because it's right down the street and it's so much more convenient and tastier to go to. And now it's the same price as Starbucks. Plus, I'd be there every day if I were you. Supporting Starbucks. But anyways, I support local coffee shops. Same. Um, same. But my week was good. I only have a week and a half left of school oh with the kids. Gosh. And wow. then I'm so little. home free. Oh but I'm gosh. trying to so – I'm applying to jobs this week for like the summer. But it was a good week and had a nice relaxing weekend where I truly did nothing except lay on the couch. I, watched, I rewatched Argo and I watched a season of New Adventures of Old Christine. So it was a good week. Wow. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Maggie, how was your past week? My week was also pretty nice. Um, I went to Ann Arbor, as I do many, many weeks out of the um, year. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I also went to Belle Isle. Um, which is very interesting. I've never, I think I may have gone a long time ago, but not in recent years. Maggie, will you explain it to people that don't know what it is? Oh, Belle Isle is a little island right in Detroit. Like, uh, so on either side of it is Canada and Detroit. So you're basically, like when I got onto the island, it's my, I got a text on my phone that said, welcome to Canada, even though I wasn't in Canada. So that was kind of funny. Um, but we went there to have a little picnic because there's like a nice little garden and the outside of the um, little greenhouse area is really pretty. And it's like this cool old building. Um, so we hung out around there. Um, yeah, it was fun. It's so what cute. They have like a little conservatory and stuff. Yeah. Well, a lot of the indoor <laughs> things were closed. There's an aquarium there and stuff, but most of it was all closed. But um. Wait, how do you get there? You just drive. <laughs> what oh, do you mean? I didn't mean? know if it was like a ferry situation. Oh, no. there's It's like a really small island, so there's just a bridge to it. Um, but yeah, it was a fun little experience. I was going to say something else. Oh. oh, I also watched a lot of movies this week. I've been in a oh, movie sure. rut and not been watching enough movies, mm-hmm. which has been a little bit sad for me because I do love movies. But maybe I only watched two. Mm, I don't know. But first of all, I watched Together Together because I love oh, Patty no Harrison. No spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, you didn't watch it? Not yet. No. It's on my list. Um, I love Patty Harrison. She's one of my favorite comedians slash actresses out there right now. And she hasn't really done a lot of big movies or anything. So this is like her first big one. So, it was so exciting to see her in a movie. It's with Ed Helms. Yeah, Ed Helms is in it, who I'm not necessarily, like, a, hu- a huge fan of, but he was really good in it, and it was just, like, a very cute, simple kind of movie. Um, it was, like, a heartwarming kind of movie. And mm-hmm. then I watched this Chinese movie called 
your name, what's it called? Your name engraved herein. And it was really, really good. I wouldn't suggest it to um to fans of Call Me By Your Name because it's like a young gay love story kind of thing. But it is very sad. So you have to be in the mood to watch something sad. <laughs> yeah. But it was really, really good. the saddest movies. Yeah. I also started to watch First Cow and I was enjoying the vibe of that. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be good because it, it, it seems a little strange and like it seems to have a, a bit of um weird pacing but it has a really cool like look and you can tell it was shot on film and um i don't know i think i'll finish it tonight so i'll give you guys a review i've been in a rut the same way like sometimes i just don't feel like watching like i would rather watch something i've already seen Mm -hmm, than watch something new and like find something new to watch which is a toxic trait of mine (laughs) and but this Okay, so, yes, I watched Pitch Perfect again this week. (laughs) But I did watch a new movie. I watched um, Wonder Woman 84, which, honestly, I would watch anything with Gal Gadot because she is so gorgeous, and I'm obsessed with her. She's beautiful. She is literally the most perfect person I've ever seen. Her and Margot Robbie, gorgeous. Gorgina. I'm sorry. I think she's beautiful, but... I guess she's just not my type. <laughs> she is my type. And um, so I watched that, and Kristen Wiggs in that, and so is Pedro Pascal, right? Love them. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like the villain in it, and so is, spoiler alert, so is Kristen Wiggs. She kind of no! ends up as an ancillary <laughs> villain. Um, but it was very slow to begin with, and Chris Pine is in it too. But it was such a slow start, and like the second half of it was interesting, but like the storyline was very weird, and I just don't like DC movies. Like I'm not the, oh, the yeah. biggest Marvel buff, but like definitely Marvel over DC. Yeah, I love sure. Gal, but or Gal or Gal or however you say it. But that movie was so slow, and then literally at the end of it, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, um, Kristen Wiig turns into like. Uh, turns into a lion but like in a cat's way where it's still her face and it's like honestly worse and more unsettling than cats oh my god it's gosh. really weird um cats, i mean man. it was like an entertaining watch but it was a long movie and it was like very slow for the first half huh i can't That's say upsetting. that i'll be watching that honestly dc movies just i agree they don't they they're not as intriguing to me yeah same the DC or the Superman versus Batman or whatever was probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That Sorry, was Ben Affleck. So bad. Love you, Ben, but come on. Yeah. Joining in on the discussion of what we've been watching recently, I have not watched any movies this week. I did watch a lot of Survivor, and I have to, <laughs> um, I have to give a little rant. Do a little rant. So, um, I have been kind of watching two seasons at the same time. How um, do you but... even? function yeah i can't do that that's insane cam i'm sorry um but they're both i'm both i'm done with both of them now but one the one that i finished first was the one that happened later on chronologically so i finished season 20 and i was watching season eight and i'm watching the reunion um because i think they're fun and then Mm -hmm. freaking jeff probst goes and in the audience the season eight winner and they (laughs) They pan over to the season eight Don't winner. Don't tell I won't me say who it, who it is. is. I won't yeah, okay, say who it say is. It. 
Wait, and season eight? I was so upset it, upset because I'm like three episodes away from finishing season eight. No, you cannot watch anything that like it is so dangerous to be like a post survivor fan. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. even if you Google everywhere. a season, the first thing that pops up is the winner. So you Wait, can't even it, Google which season's which. Is Rupert in season eight? Yes. He's in season seven. And twenty. And- He's in season seven and eight. That's seven, weird that eight. he's in two right in a row. Yeah, Russell did that too. He did 19 and 20 back to back. Was mm. season eight his first season? Seven was his first season. Oh, seven. Did you guys both watch seven? I watched seven. No, I watched eight and Maggie <laughs> oh, okay. watched seven. Um, uh, Another show that I've been watching, which Kate can join in on <laughs> this conversation, is Mayor, Mayor of, of East Town. Town. And also, fun fact, I actually live in East Town, Grand Rapids. What? Yeah, that's oh, where I, I live. I meant Pennsylvania. No, <laughs> but I have noticed, this This is very off topic, but because I feel like, psychologically, because I grew up in the military kind of moving every year or two years, I don't have like a, an accent that is like from one singular place. And so I pick mm-hmm. up on accents based on like what I'm consuming or what I'm surrounded yeah. by very quickly. And I've noticed that I've started saying they're like weird O's a little <laughs> bit from watching it so much. They do have funky accents. But yeah. um, if you don't know what this show is, it's on HBO. It's a limited series, very much in the vein of The Undoing or Flight Attendant. Um, but it's starring Kate Winslet as mm-hmm. a detective in a suburb of um philadelphia and i have to say it was a little bit of a slow start i feel like they didn't really hook me in the first episode and a half but once i got through the first two episodes it kept building and building until this fifth episode really like was huge i don't want to give any spoilers if you haven't seen it because there's still two there's still two episodes left oh only two i thought there were three seven Really? No, there's two left, yeah. I thought I looked it up on IMDb and it said eight. Are there not? They said three episodes left after the fourth episode, so oh. when I watched the teaser. Mm. Um, but I have to say it's really picked up a lot. Oh my gosh, so much. It, it's having, I'm, I'm going to speak really broadly about it, but it's having almost the opposite problem I feel like The Undoing had, where The Undoing lost steam because there wasn't enough going on. I feel like almost there's too much going on in Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> there is so much. Like, there's honestly two completely separate cases, and then there's yes. also, like, the home life of literally every single character, plus, mm. like, I don't know, just there's so much going on. But yeah. I do really enjoy it, and the latest episode really hooked me to the point where I immediately texted our group chat. I was like, who's caught up on Mare? Because I need it. Because I literally, my jaw dropped when I saw what happened in the last episode, and it, like, stayed there. And I was like, no way. <laughs> Maggie, you it need to really watch. Good. Yeah, you really should. You know what? I will um, start it tonight. You say that every episode. You need to watch it, No, but I actually got Cam's login. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah, she has my login now. Um, I have Cam's. I I do have his HBO, but I don't use it. I use his Disney Plus. (laughs) Can you log? I do, too. (laughs) I picked out Can you um, download things on HBO, like for the plane Uh, rides? You might be able to. I'm not entirely sure. Are you going to watch it on the plane tomorrow? I'll watch it on the plane if I can. Yeah, Maggie, you just need to stick with it. Okay. Because I there's also, like, Mary's dating life. Oh, I'm so bad at, like, I, I feel like lately I'm so bad at sticking with things that don't start off as strong. Like, 
I just want to watch something that's good <laughs> right off I the also feel like it's so hard to tell in the show like how it's actually going to end up because there's so many different mm-hmm. directions like they literally have a lead and you're like oh my gosh he did it mm-hmm. or oh my gosh this person did mm-hmm. it whatever um and then they have an alibi or like they have an explanation and then there's like another thing that pops up and you're like I really don't know how this is going to mm-hmm. end but I hope it's going to make sense at yeah. least I'm I love that I know who's who did it I'm mm. just gonna say did I won't say who I think but yeah it's who I thought I texted you about okay I, I agree but also I feel like that's too obvious for this early on I feel like it's really gonna be a last minute twist maybe Kate Winslet is one of my favorites so I will definitely give this a try she's really good I think she's I want to send a message to HBO and say if you keep making these limited murder mystery kind of not maybe not murder but just mystery series with a strong female lead, I will watch every single one of them. I, I don't think they need to hear it. that. I think they can tell. Yeah, I will know. speak publicly about it on this podcast to all of our listeners. I liked, I almost said loved, I liked The Undoing. I, I loved The Flight Attendant. And Pretty I'm little lies. liking I mean, Mare of Easttown. Pretty Little Liars. Big Little Lies. I watched loved. a YouTube video last night about the downfall of Pretty Little Liars, so... Was Pretty it a video essay? Lies. It was. I love video, I love video um, essays. Thanks, Jinx. <laughs> 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 Ugh, what other culture? I feel like we haven't even gotten to the culture yet. I know. Well, Marifee's town is culture. Um, another piece culture of culture, is... which we'll talk more about next week, is Olivia Rodrigo released a new song. She performed on SNL, and she is releasing um, her debut album in a few days. So her new song is called Good For You. (laughs) It is very much in the vein of like a Paramore or like early Demi Lovato, um, Avril Lavigne, pop punk, a little rockier. I love it. I think it's so great. Um, Kate has come around on it too. It's definitely growing Uh, on me. Um, I just, you know, it's the Taylor Swift-ism she has in the middle of the song when she's doing her little talky thing that... Taylor Swift sometimes likes to do like the little like when she's kind of like (laughs) trying to talk all sassy that is my least favorite I just I'm not (laughs) behind that but I think it's a fun song definitely fun my sisters have been playing it a lot so like I kind of had to start to warm up to it um literally it's been the only song I've listened to like over and over (laughs) and over again Uh I can't do that to a song or I know I'll hate it like if I beat a song into submission like that, like oh, I'm I hate beat it every song day. I love into submission. <laughs> but I, at first, when I first listened to it, I was like, okay, this is giving me like, um, what did I say? I said like Billy Eilat, eyelash, eyelash, and um, Lord vibes at the very beginning, but then it like switches. I feel like the song switches so many times, but like in a good way. And it, like, turns from that into, like, you said, Avril Lavigne and Paramore. And then, like, there's – I love when a song builds and then it pauses for a second and there's something very simple and then it picks up again. And so, uh-huh. like, it's building in the song and then there's, like, three guitar chords and it's, like, ding, 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 and then it picks up again. And that's my favorite part of the song. That when she goes, what the f*** was up with that? Right. Oh, it's so it's, good. It's definitely – I didn't like it at all at first and now it's all right. I listen to. It's oh, definitely it. so clear to me. Well, I mean, everyone says so clear that clear to you. Clear to me. Oh, <laughs> everyone says that she's like the next Taylor Swift. Blah blah blah. Like she's 
her hugest influence is Taylor Swift, but I honestly, every one of these songs, I've been seeing Lord and I've been seeing so mm-hmm. much Lord influence. Mm-hmm. Like she even I think like that she's even the way she sings, like even her affect is kind of Lordy. Um, but yeah, she's definitely highly influenced by her. I actually watched an interview where she spoke about. Um, I can't remember what she's speaking about, but she spoke about how she went to the melodrama tour, and it was like mm-hmm. one of her favorite, like, in, like inspirational moments. Where so. it makes went sense. Sh- it makes the sense crowd. that these um, <laughs> that a young singer like this would be. Child. I mean, I feel like Lord's yeah. probably the best, one of the best songwriters and album creators of that era that she grew up well, with. Well, so. it's weird for me that like this is the first. I won't like get ahead of myself but i feel like she's one of the first like sensations in the music industry to like say that her um i don't know her influences are people that we are so mm. like closely tied to in our own generation right. it's like it's weird to like, me that somebody it's kind of that like i Billie love eilish and justin bieber <laughs> justin bieber that's what i was just yeah. gonna say it's like weird to me that somebody that i love so much is also being is also saying like I'm so influenced by Taylor Swift. Right. And I'm like, wait, but I love you both as artists. Mm. It's so such like it makes me feel old. Right. And honestly, when I listen to some of like at least the like the themes of her song, I, it does make me feel old because I'm like, oh, this is so high school. This is such a high school feeling. But I still, I still love it. It's fearless as if it was done by a in 2021 by a pop artist instead right. of a country artist in 2008. Right. I'm really, yeah, I'm really interested to see where her album, what her album turns into, because each of the three singles from the album, Driver's Mm -hmm. License, Deja Vu, and Good For You, are all so different. Yeah, they're pretty different. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see, like, how the album as a whole fits in. Yeah, I, I wasn't so hot on Deja Vu at first, but I've come around, like, I think all of them are great. I think Deja Vu is my favorite. I love all of them actually well olivia we will be talking more about you next week when we've heard the whole album which is called sour and comes out on friday which will be uh this may, friday may 21st yeah yeah you're this right. friday oh my gosh i'm so excited um so while we've been celebrating a new young um artist we have to discuss the downfall of not an artist but <laughs> Some may say an icon. Who? And her name is Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, oh, this is old news. (laughs) I I saw this coming, but go ahead. Um, so we found out recently. Except famously my dad (laughs) came around on the gay rights issue because of Ellen and now our show's canceled. So thank you to Ellen for I remember um, coming home from work every Yes. Well, honestly, thank I, you to Ellen for teach. She did teach a lot of people what gay yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I remember coming home from school every day and watching Ellen. So this is. I did sad. too. Yeah. But and God. I and I personally don't have any connection to Ellen, but sorry to see her go. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Uh, so so Ellen. Um, well, a press release came out saying that this next season of The Ellen Show will be the last season. I think it is the 19th season. Um, so it will be ending spring of 2022. So there's still about a year until it's over. Um, but it really is just following this huge dip in ratings um, that happened after uh, all of these sexual assault allegations no, came out sexual... against her staff. Oh, I thought you were saying sexual Ellen assault. Had... 
sexual uh, harassment. No. Sorry. No, not sexual. sexual. Harass- no. It was sexual harassment, harassment. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was I'm pretty just, sure there was sexual harassment. I thought she just like too. braided a, a bad workplace environment. I didn't think it was sexual. Maybe one of her producers had a sexual assault allegations, but are you that's serious? Not, I never but heard that's about not, this. That's not really what her show being canceled okay. is even about. It's more about just her creating a toxic world workplace. I thought. So that's this what I is thought it was. this is an art. This is shouting out buzzfeed i work there but um this is a buzzfeed news article dozens of former ellen show employees say executive producers engage in rampant sexual misconduct and harassment oh so we don't know the specifics um i would implore everyone to do more research onto it but there has been this massive dip in ratings due to all of this just terrible news coming out about the culture at the ellen show which a lot of it was fostered by ellen there hasn't been any allegations against ellen as far as the sexual harassment but there is a lot of um complacency put onto ellen if that makes Yikes. sense no For yeah sure. i mean naturally Yikes. so um didn't she fire is... an intern for like on their first day for something stupid i don't know i feel like i heard that but don't so it is interesting now that Ellen will be out of the daytime kind of talk show space. Is daytime TV going, or I guess late late afternoon TV? Is it going to be done? Is there going to be someone that Wendy comes, Williams <laughs> that comes in and steps in and takes Ellen's role? Um, I think a lot of people the knee jerk reaction was Kelly Clarkson, but um, I don't know. I read an article today that said Tiffany Haddish was um, being <gasps> talked about as a replacement, but she was hesitant to leave her kind of movie TV career, yeah. com- comedic career for a talk show. I did just watch her movie. Is it called like Like a Boss or something with like Salma Hayek and Rose yeah. Byrne? I just watched it and it was like funny, but cheesy. Yeah. But I love Tiffany Haddish. So Ellen, we're sorry. Um... <laughs> No, we're I not. I think it, she came out and said that the reason that she's ending it is because it's not a creative challenge anymore, mm, which yeah. probably like, is true. But also, but also, has it hasn't be. been a it hasn't been a creative challenge for the past exactly. what yeah, fifteen years. It's not like <laughs> season eighteen was the first yeah. one that it wasn't a creative challenge. And also, you know? I saw her interview with um that one lady from I think Good Morning America, Savannah. I think her name is Savannah, oh, Guthrie. Savannah Guthrie. Yeah, yeah. and Ellen was like. Being a little bit like Savannah was just asking honest questions, pretty much, and Un was being very defensive, and it was kind of awkward oh and weird. Like, yeah, clearly you messed up. She's like, maybe my, I guess my motto shouldn't be treat everyone with kind. She was like saying weird crap like that. It's like just own up that. to your issues and move on. She was being just kind of weird. So, like, um, I get that she has up. to say it's like for a lack of challenge, but also I wish she would just be like. <laughs> ratings are low because i created a toxic environment yeah. Bye. i know <laughs> also, but like what I is she like... gonna do after this i guess she has so much money it's fine but i feel yeah, like she produces a lot of um television too and this i've heard like from like mostly podcasts and stuff about people who are in the industry just like random things about like how this isn't surprising to anyone in the industry because people have known this about ellen for since basically the beginning of her show like she has always yeah. been pretty toxic, like, and nasty to people who aren't, like, on her level, I guess. Yeah. So, um, it definitely is the end of an era. So, moving on from Ellen, uh, we found out that Ariana Grande this weekend got married. Um, 
kind of a surprise to her real estate twink boyfriend, or I guess husband now. <laughs> fiance, tur- boyfriend turned fiance turned husband. Um, there's not much to just say about that other than this is. I feel like Ariana is always doing this kind of stuff with relationships where it's like, yeah, kind of quick moving i don't know if this is quick moving but it's just like secretive mm-hmm. but it's her prerogative to be private with her relationship so i'm I excited to see and... if there's any cute dress <laughs> or something did I you see if... that tweet that was like <laughs> like what she wore was like just a white oversized sweatshirt, sweatshirt. And, like, boots <laughs> oh my god I and then somebody was a high pony vulture Vulture released an article on like their Snapchat story thing, and it was like oh, Ariana yeah, said, "Yeah." <laughs> oh, Ariana said, God. "Yeah" to her quarantine boo or something like that. Like, yeah. Who's writing this? And I was like, <laughs> Ariana said, "Thank you, next," and yeah, yeah. Um, then she's been engaged. Well, I guess she hasn't. Only to what Pete Davidson and then this random guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Did oh, you call Pete him a twink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny what else um, happened this week we, like, I just want to say can oh, I just ahead. say a congratulations to Lauren Lapkiss if she's listening <laughs> I knew you were going to bring Lauren, her up I, Lauren I fall asleep to your voice every night and I just <laughs> when I saw that you were pregnant I almost cried and I just think you're the best and I wish we could be friends congratulations we're so happy for you bring your baby on the early morning show you're going to be the best mom and if I, if you were my mom, I'd be laughing every day. <laughs> Lauren, if you want to come on the podcast, you can come on every day. I would quit the podcast for oh, you to same. take my spot. But can you also bring Ben Schwartz? I'd quit for Ben Schwartz, too. It would just be Maggie, Ben Schwartz, and Lauren. Oh, Marcus, my and she God. She would be fine with it, too, is the thing. No loyalty. No loyalty. So, bye, guys. <laughs> I can't blame you. Um, I'd do the same for Ben Schwartz. <laughs> The only other culture has been, there has been um, a few, like, announcements, trailers, teasers, kind of things that have been dropped. Friends. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but the D'Amelio show on Hulu dropped a teaser. That is not real. Is that real? It's absolutely real. Um, I'm basically mentioning it as a joke. But um, the the two things that dropped that I was excited about were um, the new show with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena <gasps> Gomez. What? Only Murders in the Building. I, I didn't sent know they were in that. So. I know. I just saw the picture and I was like, that looks good. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh my gosh. Scripted. Martin it's Short a com- is one of the funniest. It's a comedy murder mystery. Martin Short is really up there as far as comedians go. He's so funny. So oh, I think well, that looks yeah. I mean, and Steve, and Steve Martin. Martin. I just me. I'm just I'm just partial to Martin Short personally, but Steve Martin is great, of course. I love them both. I it's grew up on out, Father of the Right. It's coming out on um, the end of August, and then <gasps> the other one, which really was a shock for me because I thought it wasn't even filmed yet. I thought it was in pre-production. Is the Dearvin Hansen movie trailer dropped mm-hmm, today, mm-hmm, starring mm-hmm. Ben Platt, and then also some people I didn't know that were involved, Julianne Moore. Um, Amy Adams, Amanda Steinberg. I didn't know they were all attached and they filmed it all during quarantine. I read an article about how um, they were worried that once COVID hit that Ben was going to be too old. And he was also worried being like, I don't know if I can play this high schooler anymore if it's too removed from the actual I mean, stage production. Definitely. Too I don't old. know if I can be <laughs> commit. I don't know if I can be committed to it. Um, and the production company 
for as soon as um it opened up again to start filming that was one of the first things they pushed because it's a big priority to them that is coming out in september i am very very excited for it um i will watch ben do anything but also a great cast and um it'll be great i hope, I hope they i hope they don't like change like i hope they don't try to make it too cinematic you know I, I want it to be very musical-ish, very, like, Ugh, very much like a play. That's how it's going to be. Very, like, Ma Rainey. I've heard, <laughs> so Stephen Chabosky is the director who directed Perks Being Wallflower and a number of other things. And in the article that I read, it basically said they took out a lot of the dramatization and made it more like a movie with songs. Oh, okay. That's weird. I don't, yeah, and they uh... made some structural changes and added a couple of songs, I think, too. Oh, okay. They added, like, new songs? There's two new songs. I don't okay. know if they took out any, but there They're are definitely two pulling ones. for that Oscar. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I, I'm i glad that they kept Ben attached to it, Um, just because it's it really was created for him, uh, literally and figuratively, but uh, I'm excited. Oh, so this is a good transition, y'all. From Dear Evan Hansen to Dear Evan Hansen, our things topic are crazy. Of the day, yeah. Our countdown of the day, one might say. Um, Maggie, do you want to tell us what our countdown is? Hi, guys. Today, our countdown is going to be <laughs> our favorite movie musicals. Mm-hmm. And we're all so very big musical fans, I would say, right? Absolutely. Right. Yes. Um, theater kids. <laughs> No, I would say I'm a feeder kid. Cam was, I would. Cam was. I was basically one, and Kate was not, but she is in her heart. Exactly. The theater was not what it what it was, what it is for you guys at my (laughs) school. So I never joined. Oh yeah, my school didn't really have it either, so that's why I never officially joined. (laughs) But you know what? My school did. I I will hold to the fact that I was meant to be in the theater. Watching that. And you know what? <laughs> I've run a grace. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone has sold it. Rachel Berry. Just call me Rachel Berry. <laughs> Kate is the Rachel Berry of this podcast. No, not I'm title of that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was going for title of that. I know you were. But anyway, Maggie, go on, little gypsy woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a slur. You said you were I said I gypsy. Was, no, I said I was channeling a oh, fortune, a fortune teller. teller. So sorry. Different things. <laughs> Wait, speaking of fortune tellers, there are fortune tellers on every, like, every single time I go out of my apartment, there's just some woman sitting at a, a random street or sitting on a random street with a little table. And it's like, fortune tellers, $10. And it's oh. just like a 22-year-old girl with a book. I swear to God. Every single wish, time. Do you wish that your culture, like... And your religion believed in that kind of stuff because I wish that mine did, and I wish that I believed in that kind of stuff because I feel like it would be so cool and like manifesting stuff. Like I wish that that was what I believed in because I feel <laughs> no, like that's so much more Kate, fun. Believe in what you want to believe in. <laughs> no, you know, Cameron, can't. believe in what's right. <laughs> anyway, Maggie, let's not get into a political debate right now. Cam, you know you Cam, you Cam and I are on the same page though. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm believing in what I believe is right. Okay, that, what okay. I that's okay. good okay. for you and a good for all of us, and we're all good for you, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Like a dirt tiger bath. 
Okay, sorry, Maggie. We've really Maggie, um, I really have nothing so else to say, sorry. quite honestly. Unless I should stop for my. Oh, okay. I should start with my number five. Yeah, go on number oh, yeah. five, girl. Okay, yeah. my number. Wait, f- can you recap because we derailed a little bit? What is the topic? One more time. I know, but do the listeners <laughs> know? That's the question. I'm starting to <laughs> think you don't listeners. know. <laughs> no, um. I I know. <laughs> so our topic today is best movie musicals. Now this isn't musicals on the stage it's on the screen okay so of get course. it through your skulls um, <laughs> <laughs> um so i'll start with my number five if that's all right with everyone please please do please. okay that's all i've been waiting for my number five is a little show called diddy Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop, oh. Little Shop of Horrors. Is that the one about that plant that goes crazy? Yeah, that's what it's about. Oh yeah. Guys, we should sing a we should sing a little snippet after we introduce every single. <laughs> okay, ready? One. Ready? One, two, three. Little Shop of Horrors. Why no, are you Maggie singing? already did it. Maggie oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. You know the the well? the thing that really steals this one for me is. The song Suddenly Seymour and Yes. Trisha sang that. Trisha Paytas has sung that. You know what? I'm editing this week, everyone, and I'm gonna edit in Trisha Paytas's version of <laughs> Suddenly Please. Seymour, where she plays all of the characters. But anyways, um, Suddenly Seymour, I'm obsessed with this song. And we have starring in this film Rick Moranis, Steve Martin, Bill Murray's in this movie. And <laughs> that's so loud. Maggie, what is your favorite rendition of Suddenly Seymour? Oh, well, you know, I I used to he- um look at watch videos of Ariana Grande and Frankie Grande singing this song together. <laughs> right. It was pretty. And she would sing Suddenly Frankie. She'd sing it Suddenly Frankie. But um, the star of this for me is Ellen Green, who played Audrey. And I'm just, she has this funky voice that isn't like technically, I feel like, good, but it is so good. And I'm obsessed with it. And she, I just love the character she plays. And Rick Moranis, we all know, is is amazing and is he, he from honey i shrunk the kids yes and he was like huge in the 80s and then he kind of quit acting prematurely like um went at his prime um to like wow. raise his kids i, I think um but he is like so Admirable. beloved everyone loves him he's amazing um so he's the lead in this and it's just a fun it's like a really weird fun little quirky show and it has just like some really enjoyable songs there's john did Candy's y'all know that rick this, moranis is in did y'all know that rick moranis is in brother bear yes he's one of the mooses <laughs> brother bear used to be the one of one of the movies that really scarred me as a child what why oh when the mom because the at the beginning dies? when the mom died or the brother no the mom dies it, and the, mom? the brother takes the mom dies at the beginning it was so scary to me i would yeah. cry it was and it was close sad. My eyes during it, that part it, it, it's so good yeah though. But I definitely thought you were talking. I thought you were country. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Country Bears or whatever that movie I put on my list. <laughs> we talked about. But Brother Bear actually scarred me as a child. Um, my mom loved that movie because 
famously I have two brothers and she'd always be like, why don't you love each other as much as the brother bears do? (laughs) (laughs) And the movie we're talking about is not in fact brother bear, but it's Little Shop of (laughs) Horror. But anyways, this is just a fun, weird little show, which actually, it actually had a movie that I think was not a um, musical that came out in... Uh, like the 60s maybe starring um jack nicholson nicholson yeah wait really i was kidding yeah 1960 yeah um i've never seen that one don't know if it's any good but this version is delightful and i really enjoy it they're trying to do an off-broadway revival of little shop i, I think they're they, trying to i do thought they just recently the did pandemic. i think it got like it was during the pandemic, like it led up to the pandemic, and then they had to stop it. But Jeremy Jordan is going to come back. Oh, that's fun! It. He'd be great. Hey, that. you know mm. what? I love Jeremy Jordan. He has next to Sarah Bareilles, he has the best rendition of "She Used to Be Mine." Oh, apparently, I love Jeremy Jeremy Jordan. Apparently, they're remaking the movie too. Oh, of fun. the waitress? What? No, of little. Oh, of sorry, I got distracted <laughs> from "She Used to Be Mine." <laughs> oh, I'd love wait. them to make a, a movie of it, but um, I can go next with my number five. Absolutely, my number five is uh, a little movie I watched in college, and I believe it's the number one movie. I care. One of the film associations ranked it as a number one movie musical, but it's my number five, and it is a little movie called Singing in the Rain. Yes. <laughs> Singing in the Rain, um, star-studded cast, of course. Um, all of the greats are in this movie. Well, not all of them, but many of them. Um, and there's just so many greats. I have to look up every single person that's in it. Of course, Gene Kelly, <laughs> Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> of course. Um, of course. Rita Moreno. Uh, yeah. She is? I didn't Who's even realize she was, but she is. She is from... Wow, I didn't know that. West Side, West Side Story. Story. And I think she's going to be in the new one, too. Didn't she present Best Picture at the Oscars this year? Yes. I think Am I crazy? Yes. Okay. Um, but Singing in the Rain is just a classic. It is a heartwarming, feel-good musical. It honestly moves pretty quickly. Like, I feel like it's not very long, if I remember. Um, but I feel like if you ever need a lighthearted, kind of heartwarming little movie to watch to lift your spirits... Good morning. I love to stay up late. Yes, that but good awesome. morning. Good morning to you. Um, so that's my singing for that, and uh, <laughs> I love singing in the rain. And you should watch it if you haven't um, seen it. That and of course Debbie Reynolds, Carrie Fisher's mom. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. Good Morning is an amazing number, but also my favorite one is Moses Supposes. I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, yeah, it's I with do. Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor, and they. I mean, the thing everyone always says about this movie is it's, like, very athletic tap dancing. Like, they're going absolutely ham. And I love that number. It's, like, intoxicating to watch. I think it's so fun and good. And that's all I have to say. The choreography is great. The choreography Mm -hmm. is great in this movie. Um, Um, Kate, what's your number five? So, my number five is My Fair Lady. Oh, my gosh. It's, that was a contender for me, too. Really? Yeah. It's with Truly Audrey Hepburn and Rex Harrison. It's um, 
a movie about this like cockney girl working class girl and this guy the professor he's like a phonetics professor makes a bet that he can like turn her into like a high society woman (laughs) and it's just it's so good and i have so many like childhood connections to watching this movie and i just love this was my introduction to audrey hepburn Mm -hmm. before breakfast at tiffany's and all that and like sabrina and everything and i just love this movie and so many good songs in it too couldn't name a single one but love this movie the rain (laughs) in spain lays mainly or i could have danced all night yeah that's one i know yeah yes 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 I have a question. Okay. Was this an the movie that Audrey Hepburn got the, like, she didn't sing someone else? No, it- she did sing. The tea with oh. this movie was that on the original Broadway show of it, it was Julie, Julie Andrews. Andrews. And so she kind yes. of got, snu- like, she was pretty insulted that she didn't get hired. But then right after they hired Audrey Hepburn, she Sound got hired music. for either, I think it was for... Mary Poppins, which she won the Oscar for. Oh, and so she, okay. it ended up working in her favor because I think she was up against Who? Audrey Hepburn. What? Oh, oh, you're talking about... Um, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Yeah, because... I, and I think she was up against Audrey Hepburn and so she ended up beating her for that role. But, yeah. That's beautiful Makes to hear. Makes sense. But I do love that movie. That was oh, yeah. one of the first, so like, old-timey... Other than... Well, I don't want to spoil what's ahead, but, like, that was one of the first old-timey movies that I watched and really loved. Mm, yeah. I definitely. never was a huge fan of Breakfast at Tiffany's, but this movie really... I loved. Stuck we, with me. We... In my house, we always had, like, a bunch of old musical CDs, and this is one of them we would listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. So good. Maggie, what's your number four? Oh. Speaking of Julie Andrews, my number four is Mary Poppins. <laughs> um, oh. I am obviously obsessed with Julie Andrews, and I think she's just the best ever. And now, I didn't put Sound of Music on this list because I just had it on a list. It would obviously be very high on this list, but I decided to omit it and put this instead because this was also a very big one in my household and just uh, a classic. Um... Of course, spoonful of sugar, but my favorite super califragilistic. My favorite. Oh yeah, and we have Dick Van Dyke in this, of course, who's Ugh, has the love. worst British accent, but is still so fun, and everyone loves yes. his character in this. But my favorite f- song in this is "Feed the Birds, Stop in the Bag." That one, I think it's so pretty and cute. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen the stage production of that. I've never seen the movie. I've never but, seen the um, stage production, actually. I love I Julie. Yeah. Um How my, could you my not? number four my number four is uh my Disney animated entry. So I wanted to choose just one for my list, and it is per- my personal favorite Disney movie musical that is animated, and it is Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. You do love that. I love Princess and the Frog. Um it was a later in life discovery. I don't think I watched it for the first time until high school, but I really loved it. Um, I think the music is just so great, and I think it sh- deserves more as far as recognition as the great Disney movie musicals go. There are great songs in it, like "Mama, I Don't Have Time for Dance." <laughs> <laughs> it's called "Almost There." It's funny to go from almost the top. Almost there. Yeah, beautiful. Almost there. 
That's a great one. Um, it's really fun, and it makes me want to go to New Orleans. New Orleans. I my personal favorite song from that is "Dig a Little Deeper," which happens a little bit later in the movie, mm-hmm. but uh, it's great. And I believe that they're adapting a stage production of that. If I'm not That'd mistaken, be fun. That'd that would be good. That would be fun. It could be. A, it'd be a little weird, but I've um, had a little know, bit of. I had some gumbo at the Princess and the Frog restaurant at Disney Aww. Disneyland really? in California. Yeah, because. The Princess and the Frog restaurant is connected to the Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean, whatever. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So they go by while you eat. And so I rode the ride and then we ate there and I had gumbo from Princess and the Frog and it was really good. You're a Disney adult. Just kidding. No, I'm not. I went there in middle school. (laughs) High school. I keep saying middle school, but high school. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. did y'all know that Oprah is a, the voice of Tiana's mom? No. No, I did not. I didn't know that. Oprah really, she really sneaks her way into things. Yeah, like, totally. Oh, yeah. She's not, yeah, you don't really think of her as an actor, um, but she's in a lot of random stuff. Um. Yes, yeah, so that's my number four. If you have never seen it, I would implore you to watch it. <laughs> Um, my number four is also a Disney movie. It is Enchanted oh. with Amy Adams, one of my favorite actresses, Patrick Dempsey, James Marsden, and Susan Sarandon, of course. And that was one of my, f- is one of my, that is my favorite, other than Coco, Disney movie. And I love the music oh. in it where I need to look up the music because I get it stuck in my head all the time, but it is so good. And I love the storyline. There's one song. Oh, and Adina Menzel's in it. Adina Menzel is in it. That's how you know. That's how you know. know. Yes. And then and happy working song. Happy little working song. And then there's this one song by John McLaughlin, who's a artist or like a musician. And there's this so close, which is a song that he sings during like the little ball, the ballroom. And it is so good. I love that movie. I love Amy Adams. I love the storyline. I love that they're like two guys i love that patrick dempsey's in it and that song i mean that that movie and that musical is like my favorite disney creation kate did you know that the sequel is coming out next year on disney it's Plus? called mm-hmm, disenchanted mm-hmm. and, and, interesting. and maya rudolph is gonna be in the in it Ooh. as a new villain an interesting Ooh. thing about my family is that we hate patrick dempsey <laughs> why because he cheated on well, his wife it's actually abby's fault um she hates him um i don't know why she just hates him <laughs> it's just like no particular reason she just really um hmm. doesn't like him i think he's fine but yeah hmm. sorry to you patrick sorry patty i like it it's my favorite maggie what's your number three Okay, I, okay, for my number three, I just had to do a switcheroo because I decided okay. to put a movie that I very much love, which is Tangled. And I was always like, when, you know, when Frozen became so stupidly huge, I always, yeah, resent, we I always resented it because, I mean, it's kind of like Tangled. It's similar in a lot of ways, the animation style and everything. Um, and I always resented it because I thought Tangled was so much better. 
I just felt like Tangled had more heart and more, and I just liked the songs better, honestly, too. Um, and we have our issues with Mandy Moore here at this podcast. We don't exactly <laughs> always think she's the best actress, but honestly, her voice is really beautiful in this movie. I think her voice- I would agree, her yeah. Her voice like fits each song like so perfectly. And also, Zachary Levi is so underrated. I feel like he is such a good actor and um, voice actor yeah. and has a beautiful voice, and he's hot. I agree. I my like one of my number one celebrity crushes is Zachary Levi because he's so he's charming. So have you seen Chuck? He he's gay? so. Good I used in to Chuck. watch Chuck. No, a lot. he's not. But he's a libertarian in Hollywood. <laughs> is he? And yes, and Goodness he was in. Me. He's Shazam. He's the the. I guess it's DC. Um, he's in Shazam. Shazam. Was in. Yeah, and it was really good. It was funny. It was like more of a Marvel movie for DC. And I am obsessed with him, but go on. I love him. Maggie, will you sing your favorite song from Tangled first? Oh, I like it when she just comes down from the um from the tower and she goes, Just feel the grass, the dirt, the way I dreamed it'd be. Just feel that yes. summer breeze. I love that part. When will my life uh, be? I love it makes me goes... like Mandy more, which is painful. No, I me. know. I I... <laughs> voice... I I don't have to look at her. I like yeah, her voice. I think her voice is actually so nice, yeah. For for I, her voice is perfect for like animation, but yeah. when I see her with her voice, it seems very fake to me. Oh my gosh! Another fun fact about that movie: <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Paul F. Tompkins is a voice of one of the guys in the bar. That's oh, so I random. That. I love that song though, the bar song. Oh yeah, well, I have a dream. Oh yeah, it is good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, and her, my favorite the, song. The tall guy from the brother, sorry, it's Cam, the brother from Everybody Loves Raymond is one of the voices oh, yeah. in the bar. Yes. But go on, Cam. Oh, just my favorite part from of the music of Tangled is when she goes, and then I brush and brush and brush and brush my hair. I love that part. Oh, I love that movie. So good. I should have put that on my list. Yeah. Her, her voice really does fit a young princess. A for juvenile sure. princess. Yeah, it is a great dis. It is a great Disney princess voice. Yeah, oh like gosh. Kristen Bell is a great Disney princess voice. Mandy Moore. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Lauren mm-hmm. Lapkus, um, maybe one day. <laughs> 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 Hopefully. Lauren Lapkus is famously the next Disney princess. <laughs> yes, I swear. If we call this, like, we have to clip this and send it to her and be like, we called this on Tuesday, then, May eighteenth at eight forty nine p.m. And then she must come on this podcast. <laughs> she if, has if to. If Lauren Lapkus, that's our only wish is that you come on the podcast. Lauren, if we are right about this, then you have to bring Ben Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> I say you, you don't have, have to bring Ben Schwartz. Because I just Maggie, like you. stop giving up. <laughs> Can you guys imagine five people on this podcast? It would be absolutely Chaotic. bonkers. Yeah, I would love it though. Oh, I love Ben Schwartz, Benny Shaw, um, as I call him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, moving on. Moving on. My number three is another Disney, and I chose violence. No, I didn't choose violence. <laughs> I chose not to choose. My number three is High School Musical. All three of them. <laughs> you all can't three of them. Do that. Okay, number three is High School Musical two, one, two, two, and three. My number is going to be a tie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I chose them because nothing else on my list has any prequels, sequels. There's nothing. So I, 
I chose my favorite High School Musical. It's two. I talked about it on our favorite childhood movies. Episode. Cam doesn't know what to do that we don't have an honorable mention this episode, so he's putting Wait, all the High School Musical. I do have honorable mentions. Cam, oh my Always have honorable mentions. Okay, this is how I see it. If you did a triple feature of High School Musical, it'd work. All three in a row. Put it into one. Just call it High School Musical. It doesn't need to be Senior Year. No two, three. Get rid of the numbers. High School Musical. Upcoming four. All the way through. With Jupiter, um, um, Jupiter, whatever her name is. Jupiter? Jupiter, Jupiter? is uh, Sharpay's daughter in real life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ashley Tisdale's daughter. <laughs> Jupiter French. Um, <laughs> High School Musical, sometimes I go back and watch the original and I go, hmm, doesn't hold up. When I watch the last two, I go back and watch them and I go, holds up. This holds up. I'd watch it today. I feel entertained. I was thinking about this. I was walking through New York as I do daily, and <laughs> I listen to music. And do you live that? I was listening to the song "You Are the Music in Me." If that was unaffiliated with something, it would have been a hit. It is a great song. There, they just created music and a moment. Like they created I'm stars. Kenny Ortega, marry me. Kenny title Ortega, the director. Title of and- that. <laughs> Kenny Ortega, marry me. Kenny Ortega is the director and choreographer of um, our generation. Kenny. Mandy Moore, the choreographer? No, Kenny Ortega, the choreographer. My love for High School Musical is unironic. It is true. And, it is deep. And frankly, dangerous. <laughs> it is dangerous. Wait, can we can we have a segment where it, this is just, a, it's not even a segment. It's just us talking about, I don't know if you guys had any High School Musical merch, but I would like to talk to you about all the High School Musical merch that I yes. have. Yes. Okay, go on. Okay. It might spark so something I had, in my memory. I had this throw pillow that you could plug your iPod into <gasps> and then it would play music <laughs> and Rich. i had troy and gabriella on it i will post it on our instagram story after this episode airs i had a t-shirt that i well it's from santa but i'm pretty sure kimmy sackett got it for me and <laughs> i love it was sackett. it was gray and it had um black ringer and it said sackett on the back of of course my name Duh. of course um this I isn't merch, but I had a High School Musical 2 birthday party because it came out in August and my mom got the um, poster put on a cake. Wow. Like they did the design wow. of it. That's like the Cheetah High Girls 2 party I tried to have, but yours was <laughs> successful. Mine was successful. Um, did you guys have any High School Musical merch? Yes. I, I have a High School Musical 2 poster hanging in my room and apparently I didn't hang it well enough because it fell in the middle of the night and I still to so this sad. day have never been so scared in my life. But I also had, like, I remember going to, like, Claire's and picking stuff out from High School Musical 2 Mm. merch. And, like, I feel like I had a journal or, like, a pick or something. But High School Musical 2 is the superior movie out of all the High School Musicals. And your poster story just um, sparked a memory. The So do you guys know the High School Musical, the stage production? That's trash. Like, it's really bad. Um, No. My high school, I was in third grade. Oh, they just have a stage production of it. It's like a little bit different. The musical series? I guess. Basically, Um, you are Joshua Bassett. No, I'm Olivia Rodrigo, of course. But um, (laughs) um, 
my high school is one of the first four me- high schools that was chosen to put it on and they did like a whole decom extra about one of the high schools but my high school wasn't chosen i was only in third grade though but um we were friends with the like drama teacher at my high school and so he got me a poster of all the like people in the cast it was high school that signed oh it gosh. and i thought it was so cool but they were fully just like high school That's actors funny. So, Maggie, had, what merch did you have? I had a Gabriella doll. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember that. I think it was her in um, High School Musical 2, her outfit right at the beginning. when she, Was she wearing those shorts? I think no. like khaki shorts no. and like maybe like, well, she was wearing like one of those cropped sweaters over a long thing. Right. I think. Oh, a cami. Yeah. A cami was, from Justice. Yes. It was very much of the time. Um, yeah. I don't know where she is now, but I hope she's well. The Vanessa doll? Hudgens? The doll. Or the doll. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both of them. Um, do you guys feel like Claire's was like, Cam, did you go into Claire's as a, as a youngin? I went into Claire's with my female friends, but not for my own devices. <laughs> uh, they used to be so like on it with the culture yeah. that they would, I would like get Hannah Montana stuff like as Claire was the original, Claire's was the original TikTok. I agree. <laughs> they were really on it. And I loved Claire's, and I got my ears pierced at Claire's. I got famously got one ear pierced. They didn't do them at the same time, and I was so distraught that I went and sat in the center of the mall and cried until I finally was convinced to do my second ear. I and never went to Claire's. I didn't get into having merch from things or like until Twilight. (laughs) Right, and then I got all the merch. But the only – I'm really inspired to watch Twilight 1 tonight, so Twilight. But um, I re- distinctly remember Hannah Montana merch, High School Musical merch, those two merches from Claire's. It was very, like, seminal in my childhood. And um, so you got your, your spirits at Claire's is what you're saying? My main one, lobes. Oh. Okay. One, well, both of the main lobes. I'm well, going to get my cartilage pierced soon, but go on. If people think it's dangerous to get your ears pierced at Claire's, I got my ears pierced at Libby Lou. Have you heard of it? Yeah, Lindy it was that Lou? birthday Libby party. Lou? Libby Lou. Lou that, like, Libby Lou. It was like that place you'd go do birthday parties yeah. at, right, Max? That's a red flag. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I wanted to say. It was a bad idea. My friend's, uh, it got stuck in her ear and then she passed out. <gasps> passed out i mean half passed out she was sensitive half passed out she black she browned out she was just like uh. <laughs> kate what is your number three my number three might be on maggie's list but my number three is sound of music it's maggie not- is it on yours no i decided to omit it because um i had it on a recent list Good word, omit. That's such a Michigan difference word. Um, <laughs> but number three is Sound of Music. That was like, ugh, that was so crucial in my childhood and continues to be. But just every single song, even like the little puppet song, is so important to me as an adult now. I love, it really holds up. Like, I feel like I didn't fully grasp like the Nazism undertones mm-hmm. of yeah. like what was going on they are in there the even time. overtones well, yeah. <laughs> overtones like the entire plot of the yeah. movie <laughs> and looking back now like 
still holds up as my favorite movie, like Julie Andrews, Christopher Plummer, so good. Mm. And, like, as a musical as a whole, I feel like the music tells a full story. Ugh, and Edelweiss forever will be with me. Exclusively bops. I want to walk down the aisle to Edelweiss. That'd be great. You should. I've never thought about it until I just said it right now, and I want to do it. That'd be amazing. Maybe like on on violins or something. Yeah, I'm down. I'm gonna make that as a note so I remember. So good. Wait, I have a request. Can I sing it as you walk down the aisle? If Maggie sings with you, I want the both of you to sing. Okay, duet, duet. Can we sing a really sad duet? No air. Because I want Maggie to be my bridesmaid, but like Cam. I don't think you want to be my bridesmaid. <laughs> I don't. Famously, I told all my female friends I don't want to be in their bridesmaid. Yeah, yeah. You told me that. I that makes sense to me. So, like, maybe, yeah. But if you really, if down. you really want to, if you ask me, I <laughs> will say yes. <laughs> okay, so whose turn is it for number two? Because we're at Maggie 12. number two. Okay, my number two is. Okay, I have to be honest. I don't know if this list is the best movies. It's just the movies I enjoy watching the most and have the most nostalgic factor. That's all that matters. You're right. This is, as that's always, all of our lists all the time. <laughs> as always, our lists are living documents. We may yeah. go back and change them later. Um, so, like the Constitution. Go on. So, <laughs> so this number two for me is Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> Because this is one of those movies that, oh my gosh, me and my sisters would listen to this a lot as children. And we, um, during the last song, or the first or the last song, the titular Oklahoma song, when it goes, oh, Oklahoma every night. We would um, go around, there's these poles in our basement, they're right, there's one right there. We And we would go around it so fast that our hands would burn. <laughs> we would go absolutely crazy. We'd jump on the couch. It was a hoot. But anyways. That is this so is, fun. Honestly, I don't know if this movie is really good. But it has some really good songs in it. Um, like, oh, what a beautiful morning. Um, yeah. And <laughs> others. And, and um, others, famously. There's, others. I'm just a girl who can't say no. Okay. Cam, or... you saw this show, did you not? Yeah, I was just going to speak about that. There's a lot of fun that. songs, so, right? I've never seen the movie, and I was a little skeptical to see the stage production. I saw it when I was on Broadway in 2019. Um, and it was an interpretation that was darker. It was mm-hmm. more sexual. And... After watching it, I have no idea how it could be seen as, like, a children's, like, family-friendly type of thing. Because it's so, like, just sometimes grossly sexual. Really? Um, there's, like, wow. some rapey moments. Yeah. Wow. It is. Yikes. And the whole ending of the stage production was really intense. I was sweating. Like, it was so intense. And I was very... It's in the round that was, so did, it's like very intimate. Um, did you get a chance to eat some chili? Don't they serve chili? <laughs> they do. At, DG, at, what was I got cornbread. That sounds kind of stinky to be serving chili at a play. Stinky boy. But I would be chomping down some cornbread. I'd I had some, some cornbread, yeah. Right um, but 
Yeah, I've never seen the movie, but as always, I support your decisions and I love um, that for you. Thank you. Uh, I just have to say that um, I'm looking at the reviews of Oklahoma, the 1955 film that I'm speaking of right now. I just would like to read you one of them um, Go for from Jesse. She gave Jessie. it one star. Oh, Kate's choking. <laughs> Go on. She'll make it one through. Star. Go ahead. One star. Jesse gave Oklahoma one star and she said, or she or he, um, Jesse gave Oklahoma one star and they said, this should be considered torture. I hate this movie. It is so boring. <laughs> Don't watch unless this was made within your lifetime. Jeez. Sheesh. So maybe I gotta watch it again and see if it holds up. You should. Um, and that's all. So on on the flip side, my number two pick was released in 2018, <laughs> um, and it is the seminal classic, A Star Is Born. Uh-huh, yes. Ah ha! Ah, so, and actually, I saw this with both of you guys in theaters. Um. Oh, oh true. Maggie, before I get into remember this, they didn't a quick have a little... seat for you and you had to like sit in the aisle. <laughs> I had to sit in the aisle, yeah. <laughs> in a folding oh, wow. chair. <laughs> um, so I'm not a troublemaker. I've never really like <laughs> broken the rules. I've never like gone out of my way to do things and you know, oh, that would yes. get me in trouble. And so Maggie and I were so excited about a Star is Born coming out that we missed part of our acapella rehearsal to see the movie. Um, We thought that maybe we would miss, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. We'd show up a little bit late, but people always showed up late. And Maggie and I were A-plus students. We Mm -hmm. always were on time. Probably the only time we were late. Yes. And we ended up being a full hour late to the Mm -hmm. rehearsal because the movie ran longer than we thought it would. Um, And Maggie's boyfriend, who is a close friend and also was the music director at the time still holds it over us that we missed yes. an hour of that <laughs> He'll rehearsal never forget it. Um, to watch that movie. However, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, and you know, I was intrigued by this movie from the first trailer when I heard her go, ha, ah. remember when that was in the trailer? Oh my Absolutely. God. It was intoxicating. Absolutely. I played it like oh. over and over for my family. I was like, guys, so listen good. to this. If we ever do Can a best movie you? trailers episode, it will oh that will gosh, be on the yeah. list. What do you guys think about like the relationship between Gaga and Cooper? In real life, I or think in the it's movie? just good acting. I think just think it's okay. good acting. So you don't think yeah. there's anything more to it? No, I wouldn't be I mad th- at it if it was. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> I think they definitely have chemistry off screen. Like I think it's hard to fake that chemistry on screen. However, they are. I believe they both are incredible actors, but I think it was blown out of proportions because they were both, were they both single at the time? Mm-mm. No, he has been with that one. They were both, I think about to they have a kid I, together. I think they were both on their, well, they're not together anymore. Yeah, I know. But during the movie, she, he was with that one actress mm-hmm. and had a kid together. But during like the end of that, I think their relationships were both about to end. So, Oh, so maybe that's why. I don't know. I do want to say for this episode, our criteria of a movie musical was it had to have three original songs. So people probably wouldn't think of A Star is Born as a movie musical because it doesn't just have like these random bursts into song. It's very intentional songs. Um, their performances in that fit in the context, it could be reality. Um, but there are many original songs written for this movie. 
And I'm very excited for Gaga's next acting role in House of Gucci. Gucci, Gucky, as Kanye would say. Is it my turn? (laughs) You know that this is on the list of culture, is that Kanye walked into a Gucci store and called it Gucky just to bother them? I did not know that. Of course he did. Are we at number two now? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, I didn't do that for number three. So number two is um Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I was trying oh. to think of a trying to think of a song to sing, but I couldn't. Somewhere and over the rainbow. Um so Judy Garland, Obvi. Um, that's all I know. <laughs> I literally grew up watching the show every single day to the point where I would quote the entire thing and say, I'm not a witch at all. I'm Judy Gale from Kansas. <laughs> and actually, famously, I was born in Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas. Oh. I didn't know that. And I so I that. am Judy Gale. And <laughs> this movie is She's, everything to her me. It's not Kate Faith, it's Judy Gale. Judy Gale, West. Judy Gale. <laughs> Judy Gale from Kansas. That's Judy's name. Her name is Dorothy. It's Dorothy Gale. Oh, wait. Thank Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy Gale. I'm Judy Gale. I'm Judy oh, Gale, everyone. I said that so oh, confidently, oh, too. Gale. <laughs> Dorothy Gale. Title of that. Judy Gale. Judy Gale. No, not title of it. I just watched Judy. That's why. Dorothy Gale. I'm Kate Westa. That's Dorothy Gale. And that was one. That was my movie growing up. I am obsessed with Dorothy <laughs> Gale. <laughs> I'm oh, an idiot. Stop. I love that movie. It's so good. And I love ugh, every single scene is just iconic. Ugh. What's um, another song? I love Wait, Judy Garland. Can I, can I and everyone knows who's the hottest? It's the Scarecrow is the hottest. <laughs> no. no. Yes. Man. It's Judy Gale. <laughs> No, it's Tin Man. It's clearly the freaking Scarecrow. Okay, in high school, I was in the stage production of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> of course. And I hated every Wait, who did you minute play? of it. I played the, f- I'm not going to say the F word, the bleeping wizard. Bleeping? Hey, the titular I- wizard. No, let me tell yes, you. Yes, this is, this is This is the, the inner theater kid and me fully coming out. So my high school, whatever. We did oh, no, Cam, are you going to talk so, about the politics? Cam, Cam, no, I'm so I'm excited say, that you're finally coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we did like musical auditions and then you do a callback, whatever. You got callback for a specific role. So like if mm. I, Maggie auditions high and musical, she gets callback for Dorothy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So I got called back for the Tin Man and the Lion. I was like, great, you know, I'd be fine with either of those. I just wanted to be the Scarecrow Tin Man. You'd be lion. a good teen, teen man. Yeah. Do you know what I got? The, the wizard. I didn't get called back for this role. And then I also, the only thing I got to do the entire musical was fly. I got to be attached to these Ooh, little wires that's and cool. go up and go okay, up in a hot air balloon. We footage of that to put on our Instagram. The only thing. True. I don't think it exists. But I think I burned in, everything. In Wicked, you are the father of Dorothy. 
oh, if I was in Wicked, I want to be Elphaba. True. Oh. Um, so I hate the Wizard of Oz, but not the movie. I it's always love to see I Judy Gale. Did Judy you- Gale. <laughs> Cam, did you get any? Did you get any songs? No, I didn't get a single just song. Was that was also very air. upsetting. To you me. just but go. Then, Hello, I'm the wizard. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I it was um, you know, I redeemed myself next year in Guys and Dolls when I played Nathan Detroit, Duh. who famously was played by Frank Sinatra in the movie. Of so uh, Frank You're Sinatra, and I are one. Who was your regular old blue eyes? Who was engaged to... Fly with me. Let's What's fly. Her name? Let's fly she away. She Woody Allen. Mia Farrow. They were Mia married. Farrow. Mia Farrow. I think... Married. Yeah. Yeah. Who's oh, on number geez. one? Because everyone Gale. knows... No, we gotta do honorable one. mentions. Honorable mentions. I have three. Okay. <laughs> I have one. Okay. Mags, you want... Oh, you want me to do all mine? Okay, so first of all, I have Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ is amazing. Superstar. Oh my gosh. You've never heard of Jesus Christ Superstar? Andrew Lloyd Webber? Kate, every single time that I sound bad singing, please cut it out. Literally, I've only ever heard of. Dear Evan. Wait, no. Um, I don't know. Go on. I was trying to think of the the Book of Mormon. Hello. Hello. Okay, Max. Hello. Um, my name is <laughs> There's um so many good it's like so quintessentially 70s this movie. They come in on a, yeah. on literally a like a but like a bug like a what's it called? Not a bug. A VW bug. A VW bus, not a bug. Oh, um, bus. And they're like all dressed like hippies and stuff. It's very cool and just like weird that it's like hippie and also a bible story um but i really enjoy it because it's like kind of rocky vocals too um the next one on my list is fiddler on the roof this was another cd we would listen to all the time at my house Um, just a classic obviously and then the last one on my list is the muppet movie that came out a couple years ago with um jason siegel and amy adams siegel Jason no, Siegel and Siegel. Amy Adams purely because of the song Am I a Muppet or am I, am a, I a man? That song is so good. It's literally crack. And that's it. A, is. I mean, literally. the movie is alright, but that song takes the cake. Doesn't he um, want to be like a Muppeteer in that um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall movie too? Does he? I've never seen that. I don't know. Oh, you would like that movie. Maggie, thank you for those honorable mentions. My Maggie, honorable mention we're so is... excited about those. <laughs> my honorable mention is... Wait, let me do something for you guys to emulate this. Dear um, Evan Hansen. Oh, I really gotta... I, wait, uh, give me a moment. He's finishing a drink. Okay. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> mine is pitch perfect. <laughs> Hell um, yeah. This doesn't have any original music, but, um, you know, being in acapella as Maggie and I were <laughs> well immersed in that world, it speaks to me. Pitch Perfect is really fun. And um, Skylar Aston, Skylar Aston deserves more. He, he does. does. He's hot. More than what's her name? Anna Kendrick. 
No, the chick he was actually married to. Oh, Anna Camp. Anna Camp. She looks just like one of my best friends. R.I.P. She's dead. R.I.P. Kate's best friend. Kate. She's in the uh, the Mindy Project. Oh. Anna Anna Camp is or your best friend? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my best friend who looks just like Anna Camp. (laughs) Duh. Oh. Okay, Max, do you want to do your number one? Um, I will do my number one, and it is... Um, I will get hate for this, but my number one is No, no! <gasps> listen, I listen, I saw this movie right when it came out. It, it was actually immaculate on the big screen. And I listened to this soundtrack so much in high school, and me and all my sisters and cousins would do little performances of, of it and watch it every time we were together. And I can probably sing most of the movie. Like, I think I know almost every word. Opera. I mean, it's not an Honestly. opera. It's not an opera. It's more um, of an opera than it is a co- uh, than it is a musical. I would disagree. Maggie, okay, they sing every word. Opera. I knew. I figured out what was happening as you were saying number one. I was like, what could it be? She hasn't said lame is yet. <laughs> oh, that was truly, truly uh, shocking, one may say. Well, you know what? Maybe you should get through the whole movie before you cast aspersions. We You're all right. know um, Hugh Jackman is a, an immaculate talent. Um, immaculate. Russell Crowe sucks. He is... Oh my gosh. The movie could have been so much better if they got... Like, Javert's a great role. It ha- he has great songs. But they cast Russell Crowe, who literally can't sing... Oh Does Javier sing Empty Chair, Empty Tables? No, that is Marius, played by Eddie Redmayne. Oh, God. Um, Why did they get him? Eddie Redmayne was okay. Um, The thing I love about this movie is that it was unique when it comes to musicals because they were actually all singing that live. It wasn't pre... like It wasn't like voiceover or pre-taped um, recordings that they were lip-syncing to. It was... They took multiple takes and they got a solid one. And there were like... I liked that you could, it sounded like you were at a play and you got little, like, mess ups. Not really mess ups, but just imp- imp- or, eh, imperfections. Um, but I really like, I really like Les Mis, and there are a lot of haters out there, but I think it's good. I'm happy. You know, I, I support you um, in all of your endeavors and your list <laughs> and um, your favorites. So I talked about my number one on our favorite childhood movies podcast, but I had to bring it back. Stay true to myself. My number one is Hairspray. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 2000, what year was that? 2010? Good morning, Baltimore. 2008, 2007. 2007 films with the star-studded cast. Um, I don't need to speak too much to it. I just think that mm, it deserved award praise. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. Movies like Lame is movies like Lame is um broke into the awards conversation and I wish Hairspray would have and give Nikki Blonsky an Oscar, period. <laughs> yeah, give definitely her a classic. That a was a cameo. That was a big one in my house too. I loved Hairspray. Give her a cameo. Yes. Everyone buy Kate, a cameo wanna, from Nikki. Kate, do you wanna close out our list and give your number one? <gasps> I'm so excited. Okay. Everyone who listens to this pod will know 
My number one is La La Land. In the La La Land, Michelle. <laughs> La La Land is the best movie I've ever seen, and I'm so excited oh to place goodness. it as my number one. Wait, Kate, do is it listen, actually your favorite movie ever? Like, is it number one? Truly, yes. Okay, I was just. I have seen this movie. No, listen, I've seen this movie so many times it is my number one musical number one movie of all time number one actress like i love this movie it really holds out for me and i am so excited to see babylon which is directed by the same director damien chazelle and i love and margot robbie honestly perhaps might watch this movie tonight like is emma stone gonna have her baby any day she already had it it's a girl Yes! You didn't Did know that, Maggie? I think we talked about it in our group chat. Oh, What's the name of her baby? I want to... We don't know yet. She hasn't released it. She's famously that. with um, a producer of SNL. Mm-hmm. She's dating Lorne Michaels? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe they named the baby Lorne. His name is Dave McCrary. So um, that happened on March 29th, and I um, give them my congratulations. Belatedly. I have to say, so both both congratulations to Lauren Lapkus and Emma Stone for their babies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say the best song in La La Land, in my opinion, is Here's to the Ones Who Dream. Uh, the oh, epilogue, is that, is that called epilogue or something? What's it called? The Audition? Oh, I thought it had like a weird name. Yeah. I love I that one. I have to say the, the first time I saw La La Land was in the theaters um, when it first came out. And I wasn't a novice moviegoer, one may say. And I liked the movie a lot up into the whole like dream sequence at the end. And I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> and then I rewatched it like a year ago. And I was like, how was I so stupid? I like, get it's it. It's very obvious. <laughs> Okay, well, that's the end of our lists. Um, thank you guys for listening, as always. Honestly, might start drinking every week for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, Honestly, um, I don't know. Maybe I will, too. That was a fun experiment. Um, let us know if you liked it. Love that for us. And Let us um, know your thoughts. Also, let us know if you have any topics that you want to hear us do, any um, countdowns. Yeah, we love hearing your feedback that we get all the time. Yeah. <laughs> We've never gotten it, but yes. <laughs> we would love to get your feedback. So, um, Do we have any recommendations? Oh, oh, recommendations. Oh, shoot. but yes. Oh, you said <laughs> My recommendation is Mayor of Easttown. Really picks up. Um, my recommendation is going to be, my, my recommendation is going to be a perfect bar. It's a protein bar that you buy refrigerated <laughs> and they're good. I hate you. Maggie, oh. what's your recommendation? My recommendation is cured egg yolks. I think they're so fun and How do you weird. make it? Um, I've never made one, but I had it on some pasta that I got the other day, and it was a fascinating taste. And it's kind of like cheesy and eggy. Um, it's made basically, it's made basically by um just putting egg yolk in salt for a while, and comes out in this um sort of hard waxy form. 
and then you grate it up on your pasta or do whatever you want with it. And that's my recommendation for you all. Cure some yag yag oaks. (laughs) Egg yolks. Cure some some yag oaks. Thanks, everyone. Um, Okay, so this is our true goodbye. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Love y'all. We love you all.